0: Hello. 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 What's going on? Not much. What's going on with you? Oh, not much. How was Easter? Yeah, it was Easter. Oh, good. (laughs) How was your birthday? It was fine. Did you do anything special? Nope. No? Nope. Why not? Didn't feel like it monkey dance. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance, I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John?
1: I'm doing fantastic,
0: how are you? I'm um, okay. Should we all sing happy birthday to you? No, that's okay. No? Okay. <clears throat> did you at least have a good birthday? A nice sure.
1: Easter. Sure, it was fantastic. I rose again. Did- <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: back! <laughs> oh, Did the Easter Bunny bring you presents?
1: Didn't bring me shit.
0: No? Not for your birthday? No.
1: No. Easter Bunny
0: sucked. Oh, fuck the Easter Bunny, man. Yeah. It's fucked up. Oh, well. How's things in Florida? Is it hot?
1: Uh, it's getting there again. <laughs> it's it's like down to the 60s at night, which is really nice.
0: Yeah, you open your windows?
1: <clears throat> oh, God, no. <laughs> uh,
0: have you ever opened your windows?
1: Um no, <laughs>
0: no? <laughs> uh, just a big hermit aren't you yes the only time you're outside is when you come in from the car right yes the car to the house the
1: car to the house it's That's the only it. time the door is open
0: <laughs> uh, that's funny uh, yes well that's good that you had an, a nice birthday I guess
1: Yes, it's very relaxing. <laughs> and who knew that the mall was closed on Easter?
0: You know, okay, so so as as people know on this podcast, I am not a religious dude. Um but I live in a very religious place. W- wife and kid were like, "Hey, we want to go out to eat for lunch." Okay, where do you guys want to go? Um there's a there's a mexican place in somerville that we like to go to so we all hopped in the car and we went and got there guess what they're closed for easter what what the fuck why would a restaurant be closed for easter so so um we just opened a culver's restaurant like a fast food place yeah, I ate there a whole bunch when I was in college in in Ar- not Arkansas and um in Wisconsin. Uh huh. So we hadn't gone there yet. I said, oh, "Well, fuck it, let's just go to Culver's." Culver's was closed. We start driving back. Every single fast food restaurant was closed. Really? I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? It's Easter. It's not like it's Christmas or fucking New Year's. It's Easter. Yep. We wound up eating at a barbecue joint that was no shit across the main road from our house. Drove <laughs> all the way to Somerville and back for no fucking reason. Oh, So, yeah. But you had
1: family time in the car. That must have been great.
0: Oh, yeah. Kids playing on her Nintendo. Wife's on the phone. I'm screaming at traffic. It was, you know, typical. Uh, okay. So, yeah. That's all we did. And Easter... Crap,
1: <laughs> Easter crap, like oh. what?
0: Well, yeah, like eggs, like hiding okay. or or the Easter bunny came with eggs and eating the ears outside. off the chocolate rabbits. No, we're not a chocolate no? rabbit people. No, it's more prepackaged stuff. Oh, like Twix and Snickers. Okay, you know that kind of stuff.
1: They don't make like a Twix bunny or something. Snickers money?
0: No, no. They do make those big um Reese's peanut butter cup eggs though. Yes, they do. And I'll eat the hell out of some of those. <laughs> Which is weird. Like I have never in my life liked the type of peanut butter that you make sandwiches out of. Right? But I will eat the hell out of some Reese's peanut butter cups. Really? And I don't know why. I don't know what makes that peanut butter different. And they used to they used to make jars of that.
1: Yes, of the Reese's Peanut Butter.
0: Yes, and I've tried that, and I don't like it out of that. It's got to be really? surrounded in chocolate. By chocolate. Okay. So, yeah. Now, if they made a giant Reese's Peanut Butter rabbit, mm-hmm. you'd never see me again because I'd be on the floor <laughs> dead in a coma.
1: Chocolate coma?
0: Yes. Nice. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So um I know that you were on the fence last week about getting HBO. Did you get HBO?
1: I did get HBO. Did? I got HBO now, now. Is that what it's called? Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. 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 So did you watch Game of Thrones?
1: Of course I did.
0: Okay. So we have two episodes to actually talk about. We do. Um the first one is Winterfell, which uh-huh. was very it very much table setting. Very much. Yes. We've been gone for over a year so we need to remind you of who everybody is and where everybody has come from. Yep. Um, they redid the opening titles, which was very cool. Yep. They now go into buildings instead of just like around the clockwork outside, uh-huh. which I kind of liked. I kind of liked that. They were like, you know what? This is the last season. We're pulling out all the stops. We don't care. Yep. Um, they've been doing like a bunch of behind the scenes stuff the day after. So if you go uh-huh. on, um, I know they're on YouTube. I don't know if they're on HBO. Uh, There's like a 20-minute making of for the episode, for each episode. So they did Mm -hmm. one for last week. They did one for this week. Um, I guess they're also doing a Game of Thrones-themed Sesame Street. Have you seen it? I saw the thing with Elmo and then Tyrion and Cersei.
1: Yes, that's it.
0: But there's also, there was a picture floating around the internet of Cersei and Tyrion with their Muppet counterparts.
1: Oh, maybe they're going to do more.
0: So I believe they're going to do more.
1: Because HBO is all about the synergy these days.
0: Oh yeah, and and I feel like they were like, hey look, it's the last season, what the fuck, why not?
1: Yeah, they did that one, there's also a Westworld one, which is great. Really? You never watched Westworld though, did you?
0: I am starting to. Okay. Because of because of HBO great. now, I started watching. I'm like four episodes in or something.
1: Cookie Monster breaks into the lab. Oh. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's okay. hilarious.
0: Um. So so lots of lots of set dressing, lots of um maneuvering people in the position in the first episode.
1: And very much a a. And our next guest star is
0: yes. It's you know
1: all these random people keep showing up at Winterfell. <laughs> And Sansa's probably like, Where the hell are they all gonna sleep?
0: <laughs> well and she even said that. She's like, Where do we put two armies and dragons? And yes. how are we gonna feed all these people? Which is an interesting perspective because nowhere else would you get a, a show that concerns itself with that. You would just they would just show up and everything would progress and nobody would ever think, Well, how the fuck are we gonna feed all these people? Yes. But Game of Thrones is all about, oh, we're we're actually gonna we're actually gonna point out what you're thinking.
1: Well, and they make them a nice stew and they get a big chunk of crusty bread. <laughs> and then they're split between the limps who go to the crypt and the ones who are going to fight.
0: Right. Um so it it was kind of interesting. Um it was there's only one scene I, well in in this in, in the first episode there's only one little chunk that takes place outside of Winterfell at King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, no, they actually go to, to, to um, Last Hearth, too, at the very end. Yes, Last Hearth. at the very end. Um, but mostly these first three episodes all take place in Winterfell. Yes. And it's weird because up until now, you've had a show that's been structured around multiple locations and multiple characters. And you've had you've had seasons where you spend 2 minutes per location in the episode and this is everybody's kind of all in one place now yep with with the very with very few exceptions and um all in like two locations now so it's it's very strange it's it almost feels like a different show with the same characters
1: <sighs> yeah um it's starting to feel a little claustrophobic.
0: But but they're also having the move at breakneck speed because six right. episodes and a shit ton of exposition to get through.
1: Yeah, but what happened to each episode being the length of a movie?
0: Well, so... Well, these last two have been an hour. I know, and, and I was kind of scratching my head at that. I think starting next week... Okay. ...is the jump-off point for all that stuff. Mm. Um, I think at some point they went to HBO and said, look, we've got a couple episodes that are regular length, but these are going to be like, some of these are going to be like super size. And HBO said, well, I don't, we don't care. It's fucking game of Thrones. Just do it. Right. So, um, yeah, I was scratching my head too. We were talking about that at work. I, I, it did shock to me that they were only an hour. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever. Um, but we get a couple of huge reveals um in the first episode you get you get um a very strange interaction between Daenerys and Sam mm-hmm. where you think the conversation's going to go one way and then you know Sam's being his cute Sam self where he's asking for forgiveness for stealing books and Daenerys is like smiling and then he he says who his father is and she her expression completely goes blank Mm -hmm. and then tells him that she's not only killed his father but also his brother which he does not take well and uh, you know i don't think john bradley who plays sam gets enough credit for his acting ability because the horror on his face when she f when he finds out that his father's dead and then the look of utter devastation when he finds out his brother is dead i think is is some tremendous acting and he doesn't get the credit that he really deserves mm-hmm. um and then in the in the 20 minute making of he talks about like in drama school so in england when you go to drama school you want to be an actor I feel like movies and television aren't are a secondary concern. Like you're going to be a stage actor. People want to people want to act on stage in plays. So he makes a point of saying that for all four years of his drama school, he did four hours in total or three hours in total on acting in front of a camera because it's just not important to the the English mindset of acting his fourth hour of acting in front of a camera was his first day on Game of Thrones and his Game of Thrones is the first thing he did out of drama school so relatively new to the game I mean he's been doing it for like six years or whatever but um, I just felt like that interaction and then the interaction between him and John when he's Spilling the news that John is a Targaryen. Mm-hmm. Um, those two scenes just shot his his exposure in the acting world up a couple of notches. Um, and if you do, if if you haven't seen the making of, you have to go for the story that um, Kit Harington tells of getting his testicle caught in the dragon harness. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which was another big scene, him riding a dragon, um, which was very cool.
1: And, and he was not all that graceful.
0: No. and
1: It wasn't like, oh, he's born to do this. He's like <laughs> holding on so he doesn't shit himself. Well,
0: and it sh- that should have been a huge clue to Daenerys that something was amiss because the dragons only let the Targaryens near them. Right. So, and then there was that really weird thing where he's kissing Daenerys and he looks over and the dragons are staring at him. Yes. I was like, okay, that's kind of creepy. There was some weird conspiracy theory that the the dragon that Daenerys rides is named um, Drogon after uh, Khal Drogo, her Mm -hmm. late husband. Right. And that he is in, that's his spirit within the dragon. So he was trying to protect Daenerys as a dragon or something. Okay, I was like, no, it was just the creepy factor of... You know they're they're kind of his their mother, yeah, and who's this dude with a beard that's riding on the back of one of them and kissing on their mother so that was that was very cool um it ends with one of one of the creepier moments of Game of Thrones where um the the survivors of the night watch. Wind up at last hearth, hearth and find a little boy i it looked like a big like push pin through him like it was like a this weird like gigantic nail thing yes, uh nailed to a wall on top of a spiral formation made out of limbs um did you notice so there was there's a close up of torment talking. And did you notice the eyes open on the kid behind him before the kid like lunges at him? Yes. Okay. Some people did, some people didn't. Um and then the freakiest scream that I guess they could come up with and then they kill him and set him on fire. Yes. Where he continues to scream and shriek and it all gets really really creepy.
1: Yes. But that's also a callback to the season where they met the the White Walkers, and mm-hmm. they hit they they did something similar
0: to. Like, the, uh, there, you mean the spiral pattern? Yeah, the, yeah, the spiral pattern's been used a couple of times. Yeah, they did it but with horses they, once. Would, yes. And then there was an overhead shot there was an episode where Bran as the three-eyed raven went to go s- see how the Night King was created. And the yeah. that was where you found out that he was actually created by the children of the right. forest or whatever the hell they were called. Yes. And there's an above shot where there's rocks put in that um that pattern. Right. Um So the very last thing of that episode is a hooded figure shows up at Winterfell. And lo and behold, it's Jamie Lannister. Yes. Who turns around and sees Bran in his wheelchair and gets this very remorseful look on his face. Yes. Because, you know, Jamie's kind of changed as a person. He has. He's not totally...
1: You gotta hand it to him.
0: (laughs) He's been through some shit. Yes. For sure. So, um, this, this week's episode opens with him on trial, I guess. Yeah,
1: they're kind of, well, they're kind of, Daenerys and Sansa are kind of debating whether or not they should let him stay. He's, he's volunteered to fight, stand, and that his sister was a liar and she wasn't going to send any troops at all. And he's changed and he wants to do the right thing and he wants to fight for the living. Mm -hmm. Um... So Daenerys is totally against it. Thinks he should be thrown out on his ass and
0: I think she was going to like kill him personally.
1: I thought she was too. I
0: thought I thought she was going to say like if if Sansa was going to back her play. I felt like it was going to be because she makes a point of saying you killed my father and we used to talk about what we would do to you once we had the throne back and and found you. And I truly feel that it was they were going to like kill him Mm -hmm. but it was it all because of Brienne step forward and was like look you guys I know you guys don't know me but like this dude is a stand-up dude he helped me a couple times and oh by the way Sansa you're alive because of him right and I think it it was just a step back of like okay Um, I went back today and I watched the scene where he tells the story of when he killed her father Um, Yes. Which is him in a hot tub, kinda with Brienne. Yeah. But like, he makes a point of saying like, like he wanted to kill everybody, and I did what I had to do to protect
1: my family, my
0: family and the people of King's Landing.
1: And I would do it again.
0: Yeah. And and Brienne says in that episode, she's like, "Why haven't you said that to anybody?" And he was like, "Nobody would care." Right. Which I think is very weird. Like. In this situation, if you said, Yeah, but do you know what you what your father was really like? You were just a baby at that point. So you had no clue what this was like. And recount the story of the Kingslayer, I think that might have gone a long way. It may not have with Daenerys, but I think to everybody else they would have been more accepting of him. Instead of like him walking through Winterfell and them spitting at him and Right. You know, I don't know, it just felt like the time to tell the story was then. Maybe they didn't have time to tell it in within the episode, but like I don't know. And then you get like creepy Bran that's always saying shit to people. So maybe yeah. he could have said, "Well, Daenerys, did you did you know what your father was really like?" or something, like something to exonerate Jamie. Mhm. Like even though because her
1: fa- her father was the mad king, right? Yes. yes.
0: Okay. So so her father was the mad king who had three children. Um Rhaegar the Daenerys. Daenerys and then the other fucked up brother that sells Daenerys into slavery basically.
1: Yes. And gets the molten gold poured out of his
0: head. Varys, Varys? Varys?
1: Varys. Yes.
0: Well no, there's there's the ball guy that's Varys.
1: No no no. Uh, I forget the brother's name.
0: Um so the, so when that happened, Rhaegar had secretly married John Liana Liana and John had been born. Yes. Um the rebellion happens and Rhaegar sends Liana to wherever that tower thing where they find her, and then they take King's Landing and kill Rhaegar, and Jamie kills the Mad King, and Daenerys, as a child, and her brother, um, flee, I guess, to either Essos or they go in the hiding or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the story picks up in the first episode um they're already she's she's being married off to Kaldrogo. So um his name V I S E R Y S Viserys? Visars?
1: Oh Viserys, V-S- like Viserian. Okay the other the, the dragon the other that dragon. the White Walker's yeah. got. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: Okay. So that's, uh, uh. Those are her two brothers to the king. To the mad king. Um. And that's. Ar- Arius? Arius Targaryen? Sure. Why can't they have normal fucking names? I mean I know it's Westeros but the the, the dude's name is Jon Snow. Come on. Right. Or Aegon if you prefer that. <laughs> um So there's a th- it's another this episode was another very um What's the word I'm looking for? I just fucking lost it. Um It sets a lot of shit up. Shows the preparation for the the coming war and winds up in basically like this kind of weird, drunken circle of people yes um and the way that the producers described it was like it's your last it, you believe it's going to be your last night on the planet. What do you do? How do you spend it for aria It means getting naked and jumping in bed with. Yeah. Dude that could be like her way older brother, I guess. Yeah. Um, to a lot of other people, it's drinking alone on a wall or drinking in front of a big fire. Um, you get this really weird story about Tormund and why he's <laughs> called Giant's Bane. Yes. And then this really odd shot of him drinking milk. Yes. Um, you get him glaring at Brienne. Brienne being horrified by him. And I kind of felt like she should have just thrown him a bone at that point.
1: Well, and I, I, when Tormund first arrives at Winterfell, like one of the first <laughs> things he says, "Is the big woman still around?"
0: <laughs> yeah. And I loved his introduction in this one, where Jon's walking towards the Night's Watch people, and then he just kind of like tackles them from the side. Yes. There seems to be a lot of. They're trying to infuse a lot of humor before all the horrible stuff happens. Because there's all, there's that talk between Jamie and uh, Tyrion when they're by themselves in front of the fire, and Jamie's talking about how he was sleeping with his sister, and Tyrion was a whoremonger. Um,. And he said, well, we'll how times have changed? And he said, yeah, you used to have one brother who was sleeping with his sister. And now we're here. So there's a lot of, like, humor-based stuff now. Um, And I kept hearing all this stuff about how people are comparing this season to Return of the King of the Lord of the Rings movies. Oh, totally. And I was like... You know that's just people wanting Lord of the Rings to be as good as Game of Thrones, and then they had Pod sing.
1: Oh my god! And it's totally unexpected. Lord
0: of the Rings, where Pippin sings for the, um, the steward of Gondor. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow. Okay, I don't know if this is intentional now, but it's getting to be really, really weird. Of, and if if episode three is pretty much the end of the night King and the threat. And then they spend three more episodes on endings. I'm going to be really mad.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know how they're going to pay off the battle and not make it drawn out too long.
0: Well, once, once they deal with the white walkers, then they have to deal with Cersei.
1: So do you think they're going to defeat the White Walkers and then go after Cersei? Um, Do you think Cersei's going to come up behind them while they're fighting the White Walkers and they're going to be cornered?
0: So the the current theory is, that I read online today, was that Bran kind of gave away the fact that the Night King knows where he is and knows kind of what he knows. Mm Mm-hmm. He's sitting in the room while they're planning the battle. Right. So the current theory is that he... The, the Night King will not show up at the Battle of Winterfell. That he sends the troops in knowing full well that they're trying to kill him. And that he, the, the Night King is just going to try to mow their forces down. That maybe he's, he's taking some of them and heading... South to kit to King's landing and Cersei's going to find herself in a battle with white walkers while the battle of Winterfell is going on.
1: Um, I don't know. I don't, I, um,
0: I don't know. There's definitely a lot that needs to happen within three episodes. And one of the guys that I watched on YouTube who does a bunch of this stuff, a bunch of breakdowns, um, was saying that there is a seventh episode that airs the week after, um, the quote unquote finale, but we're techni- we're technically getting seven episodes and I can't find anything online that backs that up. Okay. But this dude is, is Like an industry guy in the know Like he, he's one of those guys that gets Like invited to press junkets and stuff So I believe him That, that he's been told There's seven, I just don't see Anything, there's nothing on the internet movie database There's nothing Online that says there's seven episodes
1: Well and, and would they really do A seventh episode and not Promote it?
0: Well, I don't maybe it's one of those things where where they're gonna get you into a spot where you you are like, I can't believe that this is the end. And then they're like you know, next week. Oh, on but Game wait, of Thrones, it's not Yeah. Maybe I don't but know But wait, there's more but wait. I don't know. It would be very interesting to know that or, or mm-hmm. like that would be an, an interesting way to do it. But I'm not sure if they would actually go that far. I don't know.
1: Hmm. It's all very interesting. (laughs) I do like the fact that Ed Sheeran was killed.
0: (laughs) Well, he has his eyebrows or his eyelids blown off.
1: Yes. I thought that was a nice touch. Which
0: was a really interesting scene where, you know, Bronze trying to have sex with these three women and they're talking like about all this horrible shit mm-hmm. and it, it, at one point he's just like could we stop talking about the fucking dragons yes like let's focus here which I'm glad Bronn's back um, I don't know how much he'll be in this season just because they got a lot to get to But
1: they got too many people to wrap up
0: and I don't think that he would ever kill Jamie or or Tyrion I feel like he would take the money and just kind of disappear. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I did like the fact, so so in last night's episode, Arya decides that she wants to have sex before the world ends. Mm-hmm. And HBO had to go out of their way before the episode aired to say Just so you know, the character of Arya is 18 years old.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, I was wondering that, and I had to look up how old Maisie was, just to be sure.
0: She's over 18, right? She's 22. She's 22, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And you didn't really see a whole lot besides, like, side boob and a butt crack.
1: Uh, Yeah, but still... I mean, does every woman have to get naked on Game of Thrones?
0: Well, she actually... Did she know this was going to happen? So there was a... She went online, I guess, after the episode aired and and made a post somewhere that basically said that when um, Sophie Turner read the script, she called Maisie Williams and said, have you read the script for episode two yet? And she said, no, I'm I'm just getting through one she goes go to this page and she read it and she thought it was a joke she thought that they were like like um, pranking her pranking her so so she got to the table read and it was still in the script and she said oh so we're doing this and they basically gave her carte blanche and said you can show as much or as little as you want Um, but the sex between Arya and Gendry will happen so it was her decision for the side boo butt crack thing.
1: Oh well.
0: So, mazel tov. I mean, I guess she was just like, "Hey, who cares?" She's one of the last people, I think. I don't know if so- Sophie Turner showed anything. I don't remember her. There was, there was a scene when she gets, like, basically sold to the Boltons. Right, where it's her quote unquote wedding night with Ramsey, mm-hmm, and I kind of feel like they showed skin, but I don't remember how much hmm um because there's so much nudity in this thing, who the fuck knows right um but yeah it's it, it was it was up to her on exactly how much she was gonna show, so. You know, I guess she was like, hey, before this is over, what the hell?
1: Yeah. <sighs> um, o- overall, mm-hmm. I thought it was a, a really well done episode. The little There were all these little moments that they threw in there, whether it was Brienne becoming a knight or if it was uh, the hound in Aria. Uh-huh up on the up on the
0: ramparts. You know, it's interesting because in in one episode they were able to give closure to almost every almost every character. Mhm. Right now if any of those people with very few exceptions died, you would be like, "Okay, their journey has kind of been done." Mm-hmm. Um it gets it gets everything out front. So when the bodies do start to drop, there will be a sense of closure for everybody. Yes. And whoever survives survives and will carry on. I don't think they're going to kill off Jaime because I feel like I still feel like he's going to be the person that kills Cersei.
1: Cersei, yeah, he's going to play some part in that.
0: Yeah, and I f- I don't know if Tyrion will survive but he was so adamant about dying and how he wanted to die that, and there was that weird thing of like, you know, when he was getting yelled at by Daenerys and he turned to Jorah and the onion Knight and was like, I feel like pretty soon one of you guys is going to be wearing this pendant Mm. that they are either they're, they're trying to do the old fake out or he's not going to survive. Right. I don't know. It's it's really a anybody's guess at this point.
1: We're just going to have to wait. But we're not going to have to wait long.
0: No, and that's the beauty of these six episodes is that they're going nonstop. Yep. Um, And they're just going to barrel through this. And mm-hmm. the nice thing is that in seasons past, you would have gotten the reveal about John to John at maybe the end of the first episode, but Daenerys wouldn't have found out until the very last episode. Sure. And here it's, Hey, we got to get all this shit out of the way because we've got this major fight coming and we've got to get to it. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by the, the rapid fire storytelling. Even though, like, in a regular movie, you would only have two hours to build all the backstory and all do all the world building. hmm And it still feels like they're rushing it here. And we've had seven seasons of it. Right. So, I don't know. It's Television and movies is very weird that way. Mm-hmm. Because they're basically doing... I don't know how many episodes it'll end up being, but with all the extra footage and stuff and all the extra time it could be like a 90 hour movie that's been told and you still feel like it's been rushed to get to the end mm-hmm. so I'm I'm very interested to see how they resolve a bunch of this shit and where it goes but um, I am very pleased overall so far
1: yeah me too me too. I mean, like you said, the first episode was pretty much housekeeping. It's like, okay, so here's what you got to know. We're mm-hmm. getting everybody in one place. Yep. And then the second episode was like, okay, let's start wrapping things up. Yep. So I wonder if the battle's really going to be the next episode, or if it's going to be like the end of the episode, and there's a lot more exposition before that.
0: Um, I don't think or so. Does, no? No, because they, they had pretty much said... Um, uh, the battle for Winterfell was the longest battle committed a single battle committed to film mm. in I guess movie history Okay. so it's longer than any of the Return of the King stuff it's longer than Helm's Deep in the second Lord of the Rings which the second Lord of the Rings Helm's Deep is like an, over an hour long so if you yeah. are saying that this is this is the longer most, than that. if this is longer than that, it's all, it's all nothing but but nonstop action, which I feel is why they did this, which is why they all that they, they spent the hour to get through all of this stuff, and close out everybody's story, so that when shit happens, it's not going to matter. Like we've we've closed this. Um, these chapters on these people so when they die you feel okay about it mm-hmm. even like even like the Grey Worm thing where he talks to Missandra Andren and, and and is like what do you want to do after this because we can go in wherever you want right like that just screams that he's going to die and I hope he doesn't but I could totally see it
1: yeah well they're also not characters that you expect to go on no. You know, you expect that they were just tertiary at best and at some point they're they're not necessary.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that could all be canon fodder, which I mean makes for a very interesting thing because if if for some reason the battle of Winterfell ends in the defeat of Winterfell mm-hmm. but there are survivors, whoever falls, then becomes a White Walker. And then do you have scenes where if Brienne falls, say, and Jamie doesn't, he's then got to go up against White Walker Brienne.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, I think that would be very interesting because now you're going up against somebody that you genuinely care for that's trying to kill you. So...
1: Well, but does it become a uh, a Walking Dead type thing where <clears throat> they know they have to kill them? they got to stake them. Here's, here's your dragon class, bitch.
0: <laughs> I still think it makes it hard, though. Oh, sure. I mean, if, if your family members were undead and they were walking at you, it'd be pretty hard to probably hit them in the head with something.
1: Well, it would be like, um, uh, what's the Simon Pegg movie about the end of the world?
0: Oh, Shaun of the Dead.
1: Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, or he's got his best friend locked yeah. up in the shed at the end of the movie.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, or be
1: like the 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 uh, the governor on Walking Dead. Oh, Have you met my daughter?
0: Yeah. So I I'm I'm i can't wait. I think it's going to be really good. <laughs> so we shall an, see. another show that's ending is Gotham.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I I watched this week's episode, which is the penultimate. Is that the right phrase for it?
1: Second to last.
0: Okay. Yep. Um. And I don't know. I felt things were a little bit too convenient. The way some things shake out. Uh, yeah.
1: I did like the scene between Penguin and Riddler where they're both lying to each other about burying the hatchet. Oh,
0: with the they're knife. they're going to like kill yeah. each
1: other. Yeah. Um,
0: well, I liked when, when they were at the submarine and, and Penguin decides that he's going to go back and he's like, I'm going to miss you, Ed. And, and Riddler's like, I'm going to miss you too. And he's like, no, not you. And he walks over <laughs> to the dog.
1: I'm talking to the dog. Yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: one of the things that I found really odd was so the season opened with everybody getting ready to go do battle. Mm-hmm. And there's this very much like Riddler's like, like making sure all the lint's off his hat and he's putting his hat on, he's making sure. And that doesn't happen anywhere in this episode. They show no. up at the police station and they're basically like, all right, let's go. Yeah. So I wasn't really sure and I'm also not sure because I I don't know if the first episode of the season is on Hulu or not. But if if that's the if they use the same footage of them firing over at the troops, Bane right. is there. Bane is at the front of the the troops. And right. you can see him When everybody goes ducking. So, I want to go back and see if Bane is actually there or whether or not they, they like, edited him out so that you didn't see him until later on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It was really weird. And I I have this really weird feeling that um, next week's episode, which takes place 10 years in the future, or this week's episode... Mm -hmm. Isn't going to show a whole lot of Batman.
1: No, not at all. Even though we're supposed to see him.
0: I feel like it's going to be quick cuts and from the back and blurry footage of him mm-hmm. until the very last shot. And I think that very last shot him is
1: him. St- over Gotham city
0: because there's a shot in the trailer of, gordon on the top of gcpd with the um with the bat signal and there's a shot of batman from behind with that with the bat signal illuminating him and i feel like it's going to be the reverse shot and then black
1: i would not be surprised
0: and that's going to bother me
1: i would not be surprised i mean they they started the season really strong knowing that they were going to go out Uh and then they did stupid things like the you know that whole trial of Jim Gordon episode? Yep. And Jim getting married to Lee um was just like really. <laughs> it's like, "Oh, this should have been the the last episode. There's the finale, there's a wedding, there's a happy ending." Right. You know?
0: So, and next week they're recasting Catwoman. Oh. The the girl who has played Selena throughout the entire run got on and said look this was my choice I decided not that I did oh you
1: mean there's a new Catwoman in the last episode
0: yes there's a new Catwoman in the last episode well she's 10 years in the future and aged up yeah but it's still it's still what's his name playing Bruce Wayne I think really he's in the trailer With,
1: with aged makeup
0: Well, see, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do that. Mm. They just released on comicbook.com. There is a quote unquote super trailer for the, Uh for the finale. Um, and they, they show him, um, like walking towards Gotham, but he's still kind of, I don't know if he's, he, He's going to have to be 10 years older, but, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what they're going to do with that, to be quite honest. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. He gets on a plane at the end and flies away.
1: Yeah. And Alfred's better after having his back broken. uh,
0: I guess, I guess it's just a minor (laughs) thing, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm, But
0: in the the super trailer, they show you quote unquote fat Oswald.
1: Yes, putting on the top hat.
0: <laughs> but it's it's such a bad fat suit. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, just leave him skinny. Like, do the top hat and the monocle and leave it at that?
1: Leave it at that.
0: You're changing everything anyway, so who fucking cares? But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he doesn't look good in the fat suit. I'm sorry. No. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know
1: we'll find out soon.
0: Yeah. But he's like hobbling down these steps. I guess I guess he spends the 10 years in jail. Oh. And he's getting he's just getting out and mm-hmm. he comes walking out in um in a suit that's I guess too small for him. Okay. And it's just it just looks bad.
1: I didn't quite see that. Yeah. I usually don't watch the coming attractions. No? No.
0: You like to be surprised?
1: (sighs) I just don't want to be manipulated. (laughs) You know, it's like because you probably aren't getting the real picture of what you're going to see. It's leading you down one road, but, you know, that may not be the truth. So rather than speculate... true. You know, rather than speculate on it, I would just uh,
0: not watch. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. I watch it out of sheer, like, stupidness. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't, but I do.
1: Yeah, well, there's only one more episode. I can say I stuck with it all the way. (laughs) I think the last episode should be the return of Fish Mooney one more time. There you go. <laughs> Bring her back again. Come on.
0: She just shows up out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. With with like two different color eyes and, you know, <laughs> the usual. Because uh... they're not, I mean, they're, they're wrapping up some of it, but they're not wrapping up all of it. No, they, obviously they don't have these not these supervillains go on. You know they have a life beyond the finale. So right. if they get locked up in Arkham, which is a good possibility, they're going to get out at some point. Right. They're going to do more bad shit.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be very interested to see where they, they leave it. Mm-hmm. Because it is that. It is very much just we don't have to do this. We're not going to do it. So, you know, good luck in seeing the further adventures of these people. Right. But it would be, it would be amazing. if next week they, they announced like, Hey, next year we're doing, we're not doing Gotham. We're doing Batman.
1: Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen
0: because there was, there was a picture who, that they basically were like, Um, Jim Gordon is going to get his his signature mustache Mm -hmm. in the ten year jump, and nowhere in any of the footage I've seen, no, he he doesn't has a mustache. So, right, I I don't know why they put that out, and I, I like, I'm very confused, but I don't know. And the dude that plays the Joker, yeah, quote unquote Cameron.
1: Cameron Monaghan? He
0: is now... He's the main guy in the new Star Wars um, video game that they're putting out in November. Oh, is he? Yep. Okay. Yep, he's the main character in in Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. So, you know, he's got stuff going on. And his makeup looks terrible. I don't know if you've seen it.
1: It looks horrible. It looks like Walking Dead makeup.
0: Yeah, so... It's a really weird way to go with the Joker. But this whole show has been weird, so... I guess they're just going to go out with a, you know, this is, this is how we're going to do it. So fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. Another show that had its, um, season finale was star Trek discovery. Uh huh. And star Trek discovery did something very, very interesting. Oh, I know that you don't watch it. Right. I know that you're not a real star Trek fan. So
1: yeah, not really.
0: Um, the first and second season of Star Trek Discovery have been massively different from each other. Uh-huh. And the first season was set up by a showrunner that I want to say left halfway through the season. Okay. So they had to struggle to um, figure out how to tell his story. Okay. Within fitting it within 10 years before the original series this, this season had this weird storyline about this red angel that kept popping up in places and leaving these signals that the crew of the discovery had to go find. And, um, they meet up at the very end of the the first season. They meet up with the enterprise, um, captain Pike, who was in the original series and in the movies, kind of takes command of discovery in season two so you get to hang out with him a lot of it is them looking for spock because spock has gone missing they're looking for this red angel they're doing all this stuff um the last two episodes was a two-parter which i find really strange on a streaming service like just make a 90 minute episode if that's what you want to do but to make it two parts was a little strange and at the at the finale of the episode, and it's a spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it that wants to see it. So skip ahead a couple of minutes. <laughs> um, they take Discovery 900 years into the future with okay. a subset of characters. OK. And you're like, oh, OK, so what's going to happen at the end of this is. Um, you're going to find out that they need to come back from the future and they're all going to be changed or whatever. And they don't. The, the last 10 minutes of this episode is Spock and Pike and a couple other people going to Starfleet and telling them that discovery has been destroyed and that all these people are, have died heroes and that they should be so that, so that um, these things that have happened in the season don't happen again they should stop like they should stop um looking into the spore drive thing which is which was a big thing in the first season they should pretty much bury all knowledge of the the discovery and her crew and if anybody ever says anything about it they should be like court-martialed and i'm sitting there and the the episode ends and i'm like so what does that mean for next season because the last 10 minutes is basically pike on the enterprise Um, going off on a on another adventure and I'm like so does this show turn from Discovery into a thing about Enterprise and you pick up with the crew of the Enterprise before Jim Kirk Mm. so uh, today I'm reading online and the producer is like no season three of Discovery will be set 900 years into the future And I was like, that's a very, very bold thing to do. Mm -hmm. Because basically they were were stuck with canon. They had to pretty much, they had their hands tied with what they could do and what they couldn't. And you're introducing all these things like the main character is technically Spock's half-sister, but there's 50 years of Star Trek where Spock never talks about his sister. There's 50 years of Star Trek continuity that doesn't include spore drives and uh, an experimental ship called Discovery and um, Kelpians being in Starfleet and all this stuff and it turns out because they've sealed these records and like nobody ever talks about it anymore that this is why none of this stuff has been in canon before Hmm. so I thought it was a really interesting take on a problem of like if we keep going down this path, eventually we're going to run into um Canon and we're going to have to explain away some shit. Okay? And in this this way, they don't ever have to do that now. Hmm. So I I'm I'm interested because we're now in the 33rd century when this picks up and there won't be any kind of like rules that they have to play by and it will all be like brand new territory do they go back to starfleet do they kind of do their own thing like it's very interesting and now i'm actually really interested in the show because before it's okay it's canon it doesn't look anything like the old star trek like you're bumping up against 60s technology where the discovery looks like it's a hundred years advanced from the original enterprise, Uh but they rebuilt. So, so they show you the enterprise bridge on these two episodes and it's, it's the discovery's take on the enterprise. So it's very much advanced, but it's, it's in the style of discovery and you could totally buy it. Like, okay, I understand what they're trying to do now. Um, but I'm really, really interested now to see what they're going to do and how they're going to to expand that story without ever having to touch canon again. So. And the subset of characters that they took was kind of an interesting one because there were people that have been very, very intricate to the story that get left behind. So they're just not going to be in the show, I guess. So... um that's going to be season three, I think is going to be very, very cool.
1: Hmm. All right. Yep. And that's
0: on, what is that on? Hulu? That's, on that's on CBS.
1: Oh, CB put on the cable or the, the streaming. Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. I think it airs on TV in Canada Oh. for some reason. Okay. Which is why there's, there's spots for commercials in the episodes, which I always thought was weird. Oh. Until I heard that they, they air on TV in Canada. Um, wow. Well, but if you have a VPN and you you say that you're in the United Kingdom, you can watch it on Netflix.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Because in other parts of the world, it's on Netflix. So.
1: Okay. That's odd.
0: Yeah, that's that weird... I feel like CBS has no faith in them being able to keep the amount of viewers. Yeah, and I feel like Netflix can make that deal if we'll we'll give you a, a crap ton of money and you just make those episodes and we just get to air them the same day.
1: Hmm. Now well, they're hedging their bets, obviously. Well,
0: but a lot of people are doing that because DC streaming service does that as well. It it's not yeah. Titans when Titans was coming out, you couldn't see it on Netflix until all of the episodes had come out. So, okay. So they do like a premiere on, they run the season on DC streaming. And then after that's done, they put it on Netflix overseas. You can't see it here, but unless you have DC streaming, but everywhere else gets it. I think it's a month after the the season ends. Mm. So, And actually, Titans just announced that they have cast their version of old Bruce Wayne for season okay. two, and that's the dude that plays Jorah in uh, Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, really? Yep. Okay, I could see that.
0: He's older Bruce Wayne.
1: They couldn't get Ben Affleck.
0: <laughs> He's too busy. He wants doing what? He wants to make movies. Yeah, whatever. Not superhero movies. Yeah. He wants to make his movies like the, the sequel
1: accountant to, the sequel to Geely
0: yeah let's see does he have anything in his IMDB about what he's coming up well he just did that triple frontier movie that was on Netflix
1: mm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah okay which
0: I actually enjoyed I thought that was pretty good really yeah okay uh, does he have anything I guess he's got a couple of movies coming out uh, that he's directed hmm He's got four or five where he's an actor in them that's coming out. So I guess you know, Justice League was or Batman was was mm-hmm. not what he wanted to do. Hm. Although he's got an executive producer credit on Justice League. That's weird.
1: Hmm. Interesting.
0: So who knows?
1: Have you also been catching up with The Orville?
0: No, you know what? I, no? I never got back to that.
1: Uh They they're they're doing some very interesting stuff.
0: I hear it's kind of gotten serious.
1: Uh, well, it's serious and then the next episode is like slapstick. <laughs> There's like an episode where um they discover cigarettes. And, you know, people haven't smoked for thousands of years blah 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 it was you know a health hazard and then the mock locks the the Klingon kind of looking things yeah start eating them <laughs> and then they get hyped up on nicotine and then they're trying to stop and quit cold turkey and they're sneaking them and they're hiding them around their 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 room and it's very funny
0: <laughs> okay
1: it has been very funny. last episode was kind of weird. Because the the younger version of the the girl who's the the co captain or whatever
0: uh-huh.
1: um, ends up on the ship, fully knowing who she is, but not from that time frame. Okay. So this was the the original version of her that was in love with Seth MacFarlane. So he tries to date her and asks if that's okay. <laughs> because, you know, he could, he could fix things. He could make it better, you know, cause he, you know, obviously the relationship failed. Um, but it's, it's been very, very interesting. Um, there was a, a, um, the, the, the character, the, t- the younger version of the character creates, um, her favorite nightclub on the holodeck okay, and it's just funny seeing everybody interact, you know, people on the dance floor. And it, it was just, it was pretty good. I'm really surprised. It's been as good as it is.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: There's, 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 um, really great makeup, special effects are good. Right. The writing's been good. You know, there are ones that are very serious. And other ones that are are very funny. Huh. But it's balanced. Okay. So yeah. Wow. Two thumbs up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I keep I kept meaning to go back to that and I just never did. Yeah. I'm a slacker. Bastard. I know. You falling asleep on me? I am. Alright. You got anything else? Nah. I will say before we go, I didn't think that they could make Flash any worse.
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Until they did an origin story for Nora. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, am I even going to bother with the rest of the season? So Yeah. So Barry struggles to defeat Savitar, mm-hmm. Zoom, refers Flash... Nor goes up against Godspeed, who's supposed right. to be like King Speedster. Right. And and defeats him within the hour. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I still watching this? hmm So I'm You're doing it, you're cutting it off? I don't know. I'm I'm very pissed off. Mm. But I don't know. It is whatever. But
1: now, it is. She's, but now she's been sent back to the future and told never come back. But it's her, it's his daughter.
0: If only that were true. Uh, see? Exactly.
1: Something stupid's going to happen.
0: Yeah. I don't know. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.